everybody. Welcome to episode 250 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am your very raspy host, Sashia Dumont. I am another morning voice host, Paul Robinson. Hey, how you doing today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's early, so our voices get the, the early radio voice going. Yeah, I don't usually, I don't know. I, I'm just, I think I'm tired, so yeah, that might be part of it. Um, Lord. We did drive far. Well, not super far. It's just it was a day because it was a lot of Jersey. driving <laughs> in a short amount of time. So yeah. we weren't there very long. So we had to sit a lot. Um, so it's Easter currently. We're heathens and atheists, so we don't really care about that. Um, but, True. You know, happy day of eggs and Jesus and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. All that stuff that you Nothing like. Nothing says Christ has risen like rabbits and eggs. Well, there's... There's a connection for that. I'm sure, but I don't know it. <laughs> the fertility and mm. none. anyway, it's not a a, a religious. <laughs> it's not a religious seminar. Yeah. <laughs> so I won't get into that. But yes, there is a connection for that. Um, so we are, um, as you know, currently in in pre-production. So it's just a lot of stuff going on. We don't have a whole lot of time. Uh, yeah. So we've not been able to watch a lot of things. And unfortunately, a lot of the things that are on our list are series. So, yeah. This is true. I have a lot of even, great crappy shows coming even up. Even less that... time to get through an entire series when we only have two hours or something. We can't really review a series. Yeah. So, um, and unfortunately, a lot of things that we wanted to watch are still on in, in the $20 range. Um, there are some things that I'm that are that are upcoming that we'll probably pay the uh higher price for mm-hmm. um so that we mm-hmm. could see them sooner but the other things are like yes i want to see them but i don't want to pay twenty dollars for that yeah um so i'll just i'll just wait it out um we have also well i don't know we've been hearing a lot about uh the last john wick and we we are not i think i don't even know how many there are i guess Four. three uh, see i don't know um yeah. and i i've You've not watched any of them. I've watched very little of the first one, and I was like, mm, "I don't." I mean, I, we got it. We'll have to do it. Like, spend a Saturday when the fourth one comes it, out. And just yeah, blast through it's, all we're four. just gonna have to blast through it so that we'll know what that. I mean, I've been told you don't necessarily have to, oh, sure. but I don't understand how that would make sense. I mean, if there is an origin story to how this person got to this point, then how would that be irrelevant? for the at this at this stage in the in in it not it's not a trilogy anymore yeah what is that what is four a quadrilogy a quadrilogy i guess sure I let's go with that i'm pretty sure that's not it but um it is now so i don't know i mean i i i don't know what's happened between i get the gist of how it started it was like a dog right and a wife or some shit like that something like that yeah and uh which i don't like the wife i don't care but the dog why um and then so yeah, so th- th- it began this reign of terror, but I don't know what's happened since then. If there's other things that are not relevant to yeah. why it's continued, I mean, this is a vendetta if I've ever heard of one. Yeah, I mean um, that's four movies. That's at least eight hours. Jesus Christ! Like maybe some therapy. Yeah, might you gotta work through that. Um, anywho's, uh, so we we might we might blast through that. We we get a lot of like oh when we say oh we've not watched any of the John Wicks. It was like Game of Thrones for years. You know, like, you're not watching Game of Thrones. We're like no we. we jumped on like the fifth season or something yeah. i don't know it just it everyone and look i i i enjoy me some good fight choreography and that's literally the only reason why i would watch it because i think keanu reeves is a lovely person but he's a not so great actor so it can sometimes be it's very hit or miss often often miss yeah with him yeah. and so i'm like i don't know i mean if is it if it's like matrix level where you can kind of ignore maybe the performance because the the choreography is the front and center, then I guess I can probably do that. Mm. Um, but if you're giving me like Bram Stoker's Dracula, mm. that's going to be rough. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be rough. Um, so yeah, so we, we were only able to sneak in one movie, um, which... Uh, was one that I was also being sort of 
a brat on. I was like, I don't want to pay full price for this. I did want to see it, but I didn't want to pay full price. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, we finally uh, uh, watched Bones and All. Well, yeah, but I was going to try to use like a nicer word, like. We finally invested ourselves in, oh, well, immersed ourselves it's too early for that shit. In the the uh, the cinematic wonders that was uh, Bones and All, if you will. Mm-hmm. So um, this came out in 2022. I remember seeing the trailer for it and thinking, initially going like, "Oh, not the Chalamet." And I know I've said this before. I'm not really a fan of the Chalamet, so that tends to put me off Mm -hmm. and I know this is the director of the last movie that made him really big and so I also am like a little iffy when people work with the same actor sure it's it works sometimes right like there's a way to do it and then there's times where it's like "Mm, maybe find somebody else I don't know I've not seen the other ones so I can't and Suspiria I look I saw the original and I wasn't even really much of a fan of the original so I was like they say it's better than the original I, I Italian it. horror movies were never really my thing. Sure. Um, I, I watched a bunch of them because there's people that are avid fans of Italian horror. And I just don't, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. I've never, like any of the classic movies just never really did it for me. Maybe I'll watch the newer one. Who knows? Um, but it, it just, I don't know. I would give that one uh, a whirl before Call Me By My Name or whatever it was. Because like I said, The Shallow May just... Is a touch annoying for me. Mm. So, um, so this was a little bit like, oh, I don't know. But the story was very interesting. So I was like, okay, I'm, I would like to see that. Um, and so, uh, director is Aluka Guaranino, and it's starring the Chalamet, Taylor Russell, Mark Rylance, um, and then there's a a bit of a cameo there for Chloe Sevigny, who I knew as soon as they showed the picture of the y- young. Seven years, I was like, that looks like Chloe, mm. but she wasn't top build. She's like way in the back, and mm. she's not in any of the commercials. I don't know oh, the commercials. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Those any commercials. of the trailers, yeah. from what I remember. And also, I didn't, I didn't, I don't like to immerse in the trailers much because I, I wanted some surprise. I, I did know that they fed on human meat. Yeah, uh, that was all I really. Because then I was like, all right, I don't want the rest of the story to be ruined, so I stopped. So maybe they show her, but uh, it was a. Probably not if they built her so far back. So um, it was kind of a, a pleasant surprise. I tend to like her. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, so this film mm. hmm, was shot on film, which is, you know, I, I could tell. It was like, I, I often can't tell, but with this film, I could tell it felt very indie. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure they shot on film because it was set in like the late 80s or early 90s or whatever. I think the late 80s. So they wanted that kind of look to it. So it really kind of felt that. And so I appreciate the that they kind of captured that aesthetic. It felt very, very indie. And, um, but, you know, I don't have a problem with the Chalamet. He's fine, you know. He does his job or whatever. I really like Taylor. Was it Taylor or something? Mm-hmm. She's good in it. I'm, you know, I watched her in um, the, uh, 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 the Netflix show. <laughs> that I can't think of right now and I'm stalling for time to try to think of the title um Lost, Lost in, in Space, space. <laughs> like really uh and she was good in that or whatever but it was just kind of a whatever show. shows like whatever yeah uh but she was really good in this and uh he was he was good in it too he was fine um it was just kind of a weird th- it was just the tone was weird you know it's not which I appreciate you know it's not like a normal thing I saw a lot of people kind of um kind of like saying how it's like gory in a horror film but i didn't really like i didn't really feel like it was really necessarily gory no it's, you know or like horror like scary or something like I think that it's you a know thriller like, i think it's considered more of like i would consider that more of like a sci-fi thriller type yeah um because i get like the, the idea is that you take away all of that it's a love story yeah you take away all it's of that movie. and you have a love story but i just didn't feel like the love story was strong enough on its own. You know, the performances were good and the cinematography, mm. all that stuff was all fine. But I feel like their relationship just kind of like happened. Like it was just like, you yeah. know, he saw her, she saw him 
and was like, oh, I, you're one of us, and was like, I guess I'll hang out with you now, and now I love you. It's like, I don't, so I, well... I just, for me anyway, I didn't feel like there was much of a connection with the two. Like, I didn't really feel that kind of... Well, I blame the Chalamet for that. Yeah, I just, I think that, I don't think that he... Their chemistry just, I didn't buy it. I don't, I don't, I don't ever... I'm never convinced by him, I guess, and the few mm. things that I've seen him in, he, he never really quite sells me. And so I don't think that there's anything strange in a very young girl with limited life experience finding a companion in somebody who has something so rare to share in common. It's not like, oh, hi, you also have hair. It's like, oh, I thought I was the only person that was like this, and I'm now discovering that there's other people like this, and I don't know what to do with it, and you're actually my age. So I can very much see that happening, um, but I just didn't buy him, I guess. I was less uh, meh about him than I usually am. I didn't think he did a bad job. I just was like, okay, like, it's... He's given me what I expect him to give me. It was pretty much the same character in Don't Look Up. Mm, it was the yeah, same guy, except yeah. he ate bodies. And um, the, the 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 film with um, where he plays like the drug addict, the son. Yeah. It was like okay, you know, it's like he knows how to play like a dirty straggler. That's like yeah. kind of his thing. A grifter. And then and then. And then when you put him in something like Dune, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And it just seems weird. Yeah, I don't know. I can't uh, I can't really, like, place what what it is about him that I, I just, I don't get. I didn't really buy his side as much as I bought hers. And I thought, like, yeah. you know, with her, I was like, oh, yeah, this makes total sense for her because yeah, she's on her own. Yeah, maybe that's what it is because there's just something about the relationship that I was just like. Well, what? I think the introduction, the introduction was good, like just in the store yeah. or whatever, because yeah. he then he senses and he's like, okay, cool. But I thought like he seemed too comfortable to come out of the building the way that he did. He didn't yeah. seem like at all like, oh, maybe she hasn't had a lot of experience with this yet. Like, I don't know to what extent. Also, what if someone else had just walked out? Like it yeah, was it could have been anybody. It was broad daylight. Yeah, like in just the middle of a parking area because that guy was in the store, so he yeah. couldn't have parked very far. <laughs> like, yeah, the store was very, very close to where they were. So I was like, well, that was kind of ballsy because the store was still open. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, that aspect of it, I was just like, oh, I don't know. And then like his having to become emotional about his father. I was like, I don't buy any of this. It just, I just, I, like, I didn't sell it, but she sold it enough for me that I was able to kind of forgive his yeah. his shortcomings, I guess, in that. Having said that, which, again, my biggest concern was going to be Chalamet, and that was, like, the one thing that kind of deterred me a bit from rushing to watch it. Um, him aside, I thought it was a really solid movie. Again, I've not watched this director's other stuff, so I don't know if this mm -hmm. is if he has a sort of style or pan or pattern, pattern if you will. Pattern. Um, but I thought, like, I would give this movie like a solid A minus. Yeah, I mean, the, I the thought it, that... I thought it was really clever. Yeah, and I liked that. I think most people would have made it a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, it it it. The, I I appreciate that they just weren't cannibals that there was sort of this kind of supernatural aspect to it, mm. you know, which kind of, um, which I appreciated versus just being like regular cannibals or whatever, which kind of made it interesting. Um, so there was a, the things that I liked about the movie I thought were done really well, but the, just the main kind of relationship from, I guess, from, I guess from his perspective, but maybe just how it was, you know, I, I, I it just didn't that part didn't re necessarily work for me but I do feel like this is one of those films that you know the the themes are like um you know kind of universal in that like you could replace the whole eating people thing with anything right and so you're a young person who doesn't have a lot of life experience and you meet somebody else who it could be any like I think but that you meet that somebody else that is dealing with something that is kind of shunned yeah. by society or whatever. And so like that part of it 
was great because it could have been anything, you know. And so I guess it's what do they call that? An allegory? Sure. An allegory? <laughs> Alex Gory? Um, because gory, because the uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. no, yeah, I got you. Okay. We, loud and clear, buddy. Yeah, loud and clear. Um, but you know, I, I did like it. I'm glad it was made. I'm glad I watched it. That sort of stuff. But um, you know, for me personally, some stuff didn't work, and some stuff worked great. So, um, yeah, I would, and I would also recommend people watch it because I think there's a lot to gain from it. You know, um, from a viewing of it. You know, I think it's, it's a, it's a film that is like a is is has a lot of artistic value versus mm-hmm. just being like yeah, a nonsense I think, film like I think that I most of the ones I watch. Could have seen this movie go very wrong and I think a lot of people would have had a lot more missteps with it. So that's why I'm saying I think that he did a really good job with it. It's not without some error, I guess, in in uh just the realities of a lot of the things. But so uh, like my biggest complaint would be Again, I don't mean to harp on it. Uh, you know, he, he could be a lovely person, but just as an actor, the Chalamet. Um, I thought everybody else was solid. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we'll we'll round back into that. My my other complaint, my only other complaint, which was really only one, um, was that I found it very hard to believe that in the I'm just going to take a wild guess in the. 60 some odd years that Sully was alive, that he had not come across another person that he had a connection with. Yeah. Um, if this were another younger person, it would have made more sense if Chalamet's character had taken on that type of personality because it'd be like, oh, I'm young as mm-hmm. well. And this is scary for me. And then they attach to that person. I think, you know, Sully is also obviously off. And yeah. so there is that. But when he kind of said, you know, not even really going to say he sort of hinted. I mean, he, he he did state that he had not shared that experience in that way with another person. I'm thinking like ever like you guys yeah. smell each other constantly. So this is the thing is like so that w- runs into my third issue, which were really the only three was that how did like how did this not happen before? Because she's 18 years old. How had someone not sniffed her out? Yeah. In 18 years. So it's like it, it implied that this was a rare thing. And then they wound up running into people left and right. Like as soon as as soon as her father left her, it was like, oh, so you're telling me that 40 percent of the population yeah. has this defect or craving or yeah. whatever it is. So I really wish that that had been less and that it had been more of a rare thing so that when you did run into somebody else, it was like, oh, so it was like kind of like, what are the odds that the first state she drops into, she's in there like five minutes, she gets yeah. off the bus and she runs into somebody else like yeah. immediately. And then leaves the next place or somebody else and then another person. Shows, yeah. You know, and then yeah. two more people, well, not two, one of those Boy. two people. It was just, it was starting to get a little bit too much like, all right, there's, the, the, this is, this is, it's not special anymore. Yeah. When you start overdoing it. Having said that, um, I think this would have worked much better as a show where like she would run into one person each episode instead of every day like yeah. that. So, you know, if you'd stretched it out a bit to be like, oh, as she travels and not the moment she gets into town, like the first place they go, we run into another person who has this. It's like, no, I, I mean, I think. You know, so she stops, she goes to this store, just so happens to meet Shalomi. She gets yeah. off the bus, she just so happens to run into Sully. They go into this, uh, to that river or the waterfall or whatever. They run into yeah. uh, Michael Stolbarg, I think is, his name is, which you never recognize him. He's yeah. been in so many movies yeah, and you never recognize I recognize this. You did not. Sure did. You liar. I did. I, I knew said it was you... the guy from Your Honor. That's how I know yeah, him. Yeah, because you looked it up later. No, I knew it at the time. We just watched him in something, and I said, "Who is that guy?" And then I looked it up, and you're like, "I don't know who that guy is." Oh yeah. And then we watched this, and I was like, "You don't recognize him," and you're like, "No." And I said, "You never recognize this guy. He's a really good actor, but he has a he's got a creepy way about him." And I thought this was a wonderful. And I, so I believe he's worked with this director before. Yeah. So again, it's like maybe fine. Like, I know that can sometimes work, and there's a lot of people that do that, and Tarantino does it a bunch, and obviously I'm a fan of it, but I just I don't know. Um, and I, I liked, I thought the character was maybe a bit much, Hmm. like it was a little too deliverance 
a little bit too much. Like if they had made him a little less, I don't know, covered in filth. Yeah. What is, do these people not shower only when they eat? Because in between they're filthy. Yeah. Filthy. I'm sorry, but all I could think of was the BO in that truck between the two of them. Disgusting. And then at that bonfire or whatever that they built with that guy. I mean, the guy was, his skin was literally covered in dirt. <laughs> just yeah. like, did you roll around in mud before just casually walking up on these two? I mean, okay. Um, but he played it well, you know, and, and then having the cop not be part of this demographic mm. but to be a willing participant was like oh because yes a normie you, you know. would find right if this were a thing i would imagine that a serial killer or somebody who you know mass murderer or whatever would find companionship in somebody else yeah. that had this right and that right. it would be perfect for them um so that was you know slightly over the top but also kind of it it, it worked as well I was particularly creeped out by him running after yeah. the, the, I mean, it's the simplest thing. And so this is where I say like, there is, there were definitely, you know, drops in realistic moments, but then the parts that worked, worked so well that you were kind of able to forgive yeah. them. Something like that, where they're obviously not going to start the truck, but also I'm like, what would he have done? So let's say they just start the truck, right? And he runs after him and jumps on the truck. Like, well, he's going to fall off eventually. <laughs> I mean, he's not, it's not like he's going to punch his way yeah. through the, the windshield. They don't have superpowers. They don't like have that. superpowers, right? Yeah. So it's like, I would have just started the truck and be like, later, bitch. But, you know, it, it added the tension, obviously, of them putting the car in, in neutral and like rolling yeah. their way out of the scene and then having him like start hauling ass towards them because that was pretty scary. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and I love that type of thing. I love, I don't, I'm not like a jump scare person. I just, I like shit like that. That's just eerie. Like just watching somebody with just taillights, lit by taillights, running after you with, yeah. with, with such passion because we knew something was up. Like there was something up with those two guys. I was initially thinking like, oh, isn't it like, like Sully said, is it a rule that you don't eat your own? But then who would know that? It's not like you're given a handbook. I think that was his rule. That was his rule. Yeah. yeah. But I was wondering, you know, because... I, I guess in lo I loved that part so much, but then I also thought, if you remember, I said, well, why didn't he do something sooner? Like, why would they fall asleep Yeah. and give them the opportunity to get away if, the, if like, there was some sort of, like, nefarious plan, yeah. you know? Like, they, they seemed really confident that these kids would just stick around. Yeah. Um, but it was still pretty good. Um, my favorite part of this of the the ensemble if you will uh, although she was she was very very good um was sully mm. um he was creepy as shit in the most endearing way it was yeah. like the perfect combination of compassion and fear right like there were moments where i was like oh you can't trust this guy the second i saw him i'm like oh you can't trust yeah, this guy of course, yeah. but he had this like this endearing way about yeah. him as well, which is what made him so scary because you could sort of want to believe something that he was saying. Um, but like when, when he invited her back to the house and he was like making chicken or... Cornish or Cornish. Did, were they going to eat that also? I mean, I don't understand. Like, if, Well, they ate food. Yeah, no, they I know. Still so eat. I guess was that like an after... after it was, it was after an amuse-bouche, if yeah, you will. Right. <laughs> but... She did they ever eat the chicken? Was that chicken still on know. the counter afterwards? Because if it know. wasn't, then that would have been their dinner because she didn't die until the next day. Yeah. And he was waiting for he was waiting her out. Yeah. So um so so that was the thing was that like so Sully was technically more of a villain, right? But yeah. he also didn't kill people. So this was the interesting thing so about he says, it. Because he did so kill he, the sister. So he's yeah, so he says, yeah. Um but like Chalamet's character was way more ruthless on screen. Yeah. We don't know what Sully was doing when we yeah. didn't see him, but he was way more ruthless on screen. I think that someone could mistake Sully's uh, compassion or some, some form of compassion for his age in that it's easier for him to wait out a death than it is to be attacking people because yeah. he's, you know, he's already kind of elderly there. So that's yeah. going to be harder for him to do. Um, so I think it was more out of necessity that he was slightly more compassionate yeah. in his practices, I guess. Um, and I like that they didn't really go into like, 
they didn't try to make this kind of like a i don't know you know like they didn't ex- explain they didn't over explain this thing that right that they kind of they didn't worked. explain it at all like you we know, don't know just what know that, that these from. people f- had this thing and it was you know always happened early in their life and they knew and all this sort of stuff so i appreciated that because you know if you're in this situation you don't know like you know back in 1820 there was a high priestess that was you know <laughs> fucking given a you know voodoo curse and now all the dis- you know or whatever yeah. some weird shit like that like it, it was, was a just, vaccine yeah 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 so i appreciate that i think the it, oh and also like the uh the 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 mother part with chloe sevigny was like the 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 prosthetics were done well like the visual effects of the prosthetics of her arms i thought were done well but like it was just kind of very uh coincidental right it was like here's a letter i wrote many yes, years ago for that, this exact moment in that time nobody read yeah you know the staff would have read that yeah, shit definitely would have read that <laughs> and, like what is this you know it's, especially to try to get a better idea of her as a patient yeah to be like oh she has a child yeah they would have read that yeah and so like that part was just visually it worked great you know it was very creepy and offsetting and whatever but it like thematically it was just kind of like very um convenient that was the moment of the the one moment of over explaining it didn't Mm -hmm. really need to be explained um i think if they had just made her less uh because they 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 sort of implied that her medication would make her sort of catatonic for that moment had she just been less catatonic and been like oh i kept myself alive because i had a feeling you'd come looking for me Mm. and i wanted to come here to do this you know like that would have to like kill her like so he would to put her out of her misery i guess um and then i also so i also so my understanding i think like at face value it was like oh did the father leave her and that's what she meant but i was like i assumed that when she said that your father didn't keep his promise was that the promise was to kill her Hmm. or am i wrong because like you're here because i told your father to you know put you out of your misery or whatever or not let you live your life like this and then here you are Mm. that's what i thought but i thought like for a second it was like oh i told your father to take care of you and he didn't he abandoned you like how would you know that i don't know like i i I just thought it was more like oh this kid's gonna wind up like me and you you got to do something about it right um and then she assumed she didn't. And then I'm also just like, well, then why not kill her yourself? I guess if you're really, so you're going to wait right. 18 years yeah, to kill yeah. her and not just kill her yourself. But I mean, even still, it's like, I get it. It was for dramatic effect and, and all of that. Um, I thought like it was a little too much crazy for her. Like, I think if mm-hmm. it had been a bit more subdued, it would have been creepier, I guess. Yeah. And then also I'm like, okay, so what it is is an impulse because she's not eating people there. Right. Right. And you can survive by you not doing it. You can survive by not doing it. So yeah. like seeing that would be like, oh, wait a minute. You're still alive. You ate your own hands. Yeah. I guess to stop yourself from killing people. Yeah. But you That's can survive thought. without it. Yeah. And it seems like the crazy is more so the over medication and, and the environment. Yeah. But I guess also it's that it is more of a um, an addiction right so that if you're not locked up you're going to do it and so that's like kind of the only way to yeah to survive without being compelled to attack people and without hands that's a lot harder yeah uh, although she was going for it so yeah. <laughs> that she never tried to bite any of the nurses i guess um yeah, I mean, look, it's not a perfect movie, but I thought it was really creative. When I see people do like these, you know, you, you watch these types of movies and you're like, oh, it's like a thriller, like a dark love story kind of experimental indie thing. And it's usually like, mm, mm-hmm. I thought this was pretty good. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought it looked really nice. I thought that the performance was really good. I thought it was sad. You know, it was, a, mm-hmm. it, was a, it was I was sad for her, um, mm-hmm. you know, and um that sully popping oh also like the the flashes with the dad in her dreams i thought was really well done like when he opened his mouth and all the blood came out it was really eerie you know um i thought he did like you said a good job of making it scary without it really being a horror movie yeah it was just more the, the the situations were scary and sully popping up at the end and you know like that whole thing was uh that was just like, all right, we have to find a way to kill Chalamet so it can be uh, 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 heartbreaking. 
Right. Yeah. And that's that's where Sully comes in. Well, so I mean, that's... he was following her, so it yeah. it it was a a pretty um... yeah, it was logical. It wasn't like oh, this is too convenient. Like it made sense. It was just where do they get money? I guess like is Sully just when they kill people, I guess they take they their rob money. their money, right? Because yeah. I was like, he's just following her. He got gas money and everything. Yeah, like, they had, must have had the, those. <laughs> well, she had her father's money, but I don't know how much he gave her because she. Well, didn't when she put the money, money on the else. dashboard, it, it seemed like a, a good chunk of change. Yeah, it was a good chunk of change, especially then. Yeah. Right, but um, and then I also thought like Jesus Christ, fifty dollars for a ticket in the eighties—that seemed like a lot mm. for a bus. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that seemed that seemed like a, a, a price gouging over here. Yeah. In the small states, what's going on? Um, I but I just really liked it. I thought the uh, the the beginning was really cool. I loved that we got right to it. Um, yeah. And since I knew what was going on in the movie and you didn't, once the father locked the door on her, locked her in, I was like, okay, he knows. Um, but I thought that was really brilliantly done where she mm -hmm. just like has this impulse at this slumber party kind of thing bites the shit out of this girl and then it like his response like seeing how minimally they look they lived yeah. intentionally because he had to kind of compensate yeah. for her doing something um and I, I i loved that reaction where he's like oh god yeah, like you, three minutes let's go yeah like you didn't do this again yeah um and sort of anticipating that yeah, I think this would have been a really good series. I think this would have been a really good show and you could have maybe gone a little bit deeper into like given more time for them to meet other people yeah. so it didn't seem so rushed. Um, but I guess, you know, they're also trying to just say like, oh, you know, there's way more of these people than you think. Maybe all these people we thought were serial killers weren't actually serial yeah. killers and all that. Especially at the time, 70s and 80s was like, and 90s as well. There's a lot of, yeah, lot of serial killers that were not caught immediately, and mm -hmm. uh, we didn't have DNA and things like we have now uh, as uh, as um, abundant, you know. Yeah. And and so, I don't. I I liked it. I thought it was a really good movie. I thought I, you know, I I didn't think I was gonna like it as much as I did. So I, I guess I'll say that. I thought it was really good. Um, we didn't really have time to watch anything else. Usually we re review at least two things, but we didn't want to take some time uh, to talk about uh, our a crowdfunder a bit, not to peddle it on you. Um, we've always been re very realistic about this, right? So this is where most people go like, go to our crowdfunder. Yay. But also do that. Well, do that because that's <laughs> nice and we like that. But this is a point where people do that and they do this whole like they put on this really like happy face for it. Um, and we've just always been real, very realistic. Like, look, we're probably not going to make more than we've made right now. And this is a part of crowdfunding that you have to be prepared for in that, especially when you don't have a very big following, if you don't have a huge social media following. We have like a couple, you know, 500 or whatever, but that, that's nothing, you know, in, in the Instagram world and stuff like that. Um, and so... 6,000, thank you. What? I have 6,000. That's five. for you, not yeah, us. Yeah. Hello. And so... Uh, and where did that get you? <laughs> Some people, yeah. but those 6,000, we, we didn't get 6,000 people popping up. I can no. tell you that. No. So um, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be having this There's conversation Some kind right of ratio. Now. I don't know what it is. Like when it comes to social media following with like the amount of people that follow you versus the amount of people that interact with you. Actually, yeah. Because you're not seeing five percent. Because imagine what your your homepage would be like if 6,000 people's uh, yeah, posts yeah, were yeah. coming up. You'd yeah. never get through them. Um, so... This is the this is the the part in in um, your crowdfunding where you're gonna probably plateau, right? You're the a week and a half, I'd say seven to ten days is like your sweet spot, and that's where you're gonna make most of your money. Right. And after <laughs> that, it starts to slow down exceptionally, and then you just eventually hit a plateau. Um, you'll most a lot of times you'll get uh, uh, if you're close you'll get a little pickup towards the end. Yes. Like we're almost there. Let's right. cross this finish line or whatever. Um, so there's, there can be a pickup towards the end as well. But yeah, usually the middle is like really the plateau. Like yeah. I said, yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say, man, so you kind of plateau and then depending how far you got in those first seven to 10 days will determine how much you pick up at the end. Um, if this is Kickstarter, you're kind of fucked because um, if it's a, a large enough number that people aren't going to jump in, you get nothing, which is why we did it be Indiegogo. 
Um, and again, we are still making this film, whether or not we make the $3,000. This was just, you know, less debt for us to have to go into. We all we have already put several thousand into this. This film is easily going to cost us probably around $5,000. And we've put a good chunk in already. So we we're just kind of trying to like help ourselves out a bit. Um, but this is... This is an issue that I think a lot of a lot of people kind of get into where like, look, when you when you make it right, when you have those connections, the the rule is that you never use your own money. Right. Right. Once you get to that level, you use other people's money. That's where you get producers, you have exec executive producers. They find you the money. That's their job. Yeah. That's that's where that comes from. Um, but at our level, uh, a misstep that I see a lot of people make is that they try to they try to use that that practice at. A very very indie micro budget level yeah and the thing is if you're not willing to put your money into it why would i put mine right um so well i mean there's not everybody can also you know, right like, but what that. i'm saying is that when you're asking for ten thousand dollars yeah you if you don't have any money then you don't know what to do with ten thousand dollars i can assure you that sure yeah okay so that so this is this is where it comes in it's like um you have to think of it sort of like when you start giving kids an allowance and you've seen plenty of those videos right where the kid uses their own money and then they look up at their parent like well, what do you mean i don't get the 20 back uh yeah, that's that that's that life lesson where you first realize how much it sucks to lose your own money. And I think that it's it's sort of uh, I don't know, I, I, I can't really think of the word for it. What is the right word for it? Because I don't want to seem like I'm being, uh, you know, demeaning. But I just think it's it's I will just say it's it's not very it's not a very realistic uh, way of viewing the funding of your project if you think that somebody else should believe in your work enough that you and, and you have limited experience or you have limited funds right if you have if you can raise thirty thousand dollars let's just say you manage to raise thirty thousand dollars somehow but you don't have a lot of experience in production you're going to waste most of that money you don't know what to do with thirty thousand yeah. dollars so you have a lot of experience right and so we are not, we've been filming for, you know, we've been filmmakers for 15 years. So we would certainly know what to do with $30,000. We just don't know enough people to get $30,000. Yeah. But even still, I think that there's something really important in you having an investment because you can become really detached when someone just throws money at you and it's like, well, I don't have any stakes in this, right? I, I'm not losing anything here. I think there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot to learn and there's a lot of, uh, um, <clears throat> organizing that goes into using your own funds and mm -hmm. so yes obviously we don't like losing money <laughs> we don't like going into our bank account and be like well we got to pull out two thousand for this and that sucks but it's also like yeah we put a lot into this project it means more when you're using your own money and obviously you can't use all of your money and that's the whole point you don't want to put yourself into debt we certainly don't recommend that but i still think that you should be putting something into your films let people know like yes this this film is going to cost about five thousand dollars to make i'm putting in ten percent whatever you can and we're looking to make up for the rest or what have you um, but uh, we we came across a couple pages that were just like really i just i didn't understand i just don't understand i don't understand like i'm i'm trying to raise fifteen thousand dollars for my first film and it's a feature it's like we've not made anything before like do you know how yeah. do you know how lost you're gonna be <laughs> Um, that is, yeah. Perhaps a film student can get away with that if they've if they've gone to a school that gave them enough experience in in their projects and all that stuff that they would be like, okay, I get how how this is gonna work, and like, okay, maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we intend to make this film regardless of yeah. whether we hit the three thousand or not. We just kind of threw a sweet middle number in there and went like, all right, we'll we'll obviously have to throw in the rest. Having yeah. said and that, we were careful to state that right in the, yes. uh, the campaign itself. So. Yes, um, because otherwise, like you know, you're taking a risk whenever you donate. I think this is what can turn people off, right? Like we could just go like, oh, we didn't hit the three thousand. Well, it wasn't enough, and then like, where's my money? Yeah, yeah. You didn't make anything now. Yeah. Um. So we're always very careful to be like, no, we're making this film. Like, I we're not just taking your money and then going on vacation with it, which I'm sure we actually that has happened. Yeah. What happened through Kickstarter is. A famous story about that um i'm sure it's happened it happens many times yeah, it's happened to me i donated towards something that was a complete scam and me and thousands of other people were so pissed off mm -hmm. um but 
Yeah. So which which gets me to the second part of this, which was that I um, I had someone reach out to me um, via messenger. Uh, my one of my high school science teachers that I had not, uh, you know, I, I was Facebook friends with and I he had come out to um, uh, Amber when mm-hmm. we were at the Coney Island Film Fest, um, him and his husband came down, which was really sweet. It was just like, and I was like, oh, you don't have to come all the way down there because it's literally like the last stop on the entry and so annoying. <laughs> and you're like the other, he's in Astoria. So it's just like pretty much both ends of the, you're taking the, the entire length of that train, which is, it's a hike when, when you know, you know. And he came down for a less than five minute short. Wait, it's the entire length of the end train? <laughs> Jeez. You're such an idiot. That means nothing to him. That's what he's trying to say. Uh, country bumpkin. Yeah. Um, so. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. So um, he came out and I didn't even get to talk to him very long because we had other people that came out. So we kind of had to get to everybody and we had to get home. And um, he reached out and was like, look, I want to donate towards your project. And it was a very, very generous amount, generous enough that we didn't have a perk for it because we never thought that anybody would give us that much money in one shot. Uh, So we have our first and only executive producer. We didn't plan on having an executive producer other than ourselves, but he certainly earned a spot in there. Um, It was the very least that we can do. And he's been super supportive. Jeez. Getting choked up. Getting choked up, getting verklempt. Got spilkas in my connectigazoink, um, but I did get verklempt because I, you know he was just so sweet about it, and I was like, yeah. oh, you know, you you're like, oh, that's great, and but the bigger part of me was like, oh my god, please don't do that. That's too much money, yeah. and I felt really bad. Um, but you know, it's it funny only how that works. It only took 15 years for somebody to be like, I believe in your work a lot, yeah. <laughs> like not just like as your friends, because again, we're we're cordial. We we spoke. Yeah, he has uh, we, nothing to gain from it. He has it. nothing to gain yeah. from it. I haven't spoken to this to this person at length since I was a teenager. Yeah. It's been a long time. I haven't been a teenager in a long time. So uh, <laughs> it's been damn near 30 years since I've had a, a conversation that was longer than five minutes with, with him. And so it was just like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, Your and then transcends the decades. The, the the imposter syndrome immediately hits where I'm like, you have no idea what you're doing. You don't want to put that kind of money into us. We're nobody. Yeah. <laughs> we're not that good. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. What are you doing? Um, don't don't waste your hard earned cash on us. But uh, it, it was just really sweet. And, uh, you know, sometimes sometimes that happens. We always say that there's like those those rare instances where somebody sees your work and goes, huh? And I think for a lot of people, it's like, yeah, well, when we think about that, we're thinking about somebody who's bringing in like 50000 or a million dollars. And I'm like, you know what? Any any massive amount of money to me, that, that, that's what he donated was still a, a very big amount of money to me. And it doesn't matter. Like, it's still the, the fact that somebody put that much faith into us. Yeah. It doesn't have to be $50,000 or a million dollars. It was just like, whoa, okay. Um, so, yes, it can happen. Um, but it, it look. It took us fifteen years for for some. How many crowdfunding campaigns have we had for <laughs> for our movies? And it's like four or five. I it's think, right? it's taken, you know, this much time for yeah. somebody to be like, hey, I believe in that for no good reason, just that I saw it and I thought it was really good, and I think that you're going to do good things, and here you go. And it's like, oh, and you're not getting anything back. It just it's not even like when a produce, you know, when producers give you big chunks of money in big productions, because they're they're hoping to get money back. Yeah, they're, you know that's the whole point of that. There, they're not doing it because they believe in you. <laughs> they're doing it because they want to make some money, and they yeah. and they they believe in your work to make them money. Yeah, um, and in this case, it was just someone being generous, and it's like holy crap. Uh, so I I was really appreciative of that. I'm always kind of like I don't know. I don't want to out people, you know, so I don't want to say their name but then i don't want to like not give them their credit but i, I yeah. also probably wouldn't want people being like oh just say how much you got i don't want to do that but i just want to say like it's it's just really touching and it meant a lot mm-hmm. and um you know i did i did need to appear on tablet for a little bit after that because i was like this is amazing yeah, the old and then the pressure it. came on right because you're like this better be amazing yeah <laughs> so, someone gave us a lot of money yeah shit so we're currently just under two thousand dollars um 
we may hit the $2,000 mark possibly towards the end. I think maybe if anything, that'll be the uptick. Maybe somebody will go like, well, let me round this out because it's a flex goal. So it doesn't have to be three. But I, I, I don't see us getting to three. And that's okay. Not with that attitude. Where, what attitude would, would you like to have? We're going to make it. Yeah. Okay. You know? The attitude that, that we came into this with was you were like, I have a bunch of followers and they're really going to do us justice. And some of them came through I'm a saying. few. Some of them did. Um, but I'm just saying like one person came through <laughs> more than everyone else. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> so that is true. That who's not on your Twitter. Um, but like a, a couple of people from your Twitter did come through and that was really cool, you know, because they no one has to do this. Right? right. They don't they don't have to give their money. And a couple of a couple of people that came through on your side came through like with pretty big amounts, you mm -hmm. know, like. And we were just like, oh, we thought, you know, it would be 25 bucks. People throw like 25 bucks, 10 bucks, because that was an option as well, which is still, you know, like, thank you. Yeah. Um, but they they went a bit further than that. And it was uh, it was a nice surprise. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, we we're we're probably not going to hit the goal. And this is the the part of crowdfunding that you have to keep in mind. Yeah. And this is why also when people ask, well, why Indiegogo and not Kickstarter? Well, this is why, because we would have gotten none of the money and we are, we are going to be putting in our money to, to compensate for the rest of that. So, um, yeah, we'll see yeah. how it goes. We had our first, uh, our first, I want to say only, cause we will do a quick rehearsal before we actually film. Um, we don't over rehearse, but we did just kind of a, a table read with uh, myself, Petra and Kat. And, uh, then we'll do another, run through the day before that uh we start shooting with everybody with uh, chris included and we'll you know we'll see what goes we'll see what goes yeah we'll see what happens i don't know it should uh i'm hoping that it goes smoothly but we're we usually have to prepare for the worst we're also going to be um checking out another location there's a for the end scene mm -hmm. we'll be going next week to kind of check that out look at dates and all that stuff and see how that works so yeah this has been this is this has been a very uh, involved shoot with a, a shorter pre-production. Usually we do pre for like four months or something like that. And this time we kind of shortened that a bit. Mm -hmm. um, also, we hit a slight snag. This is something that you might also want to get into a little bit with our camera. We've had our camera fixed before because we had issues with it. And then our camera kind of started doing a wonky thing. It came back to its senses, but that scared us enough to be like all right if this happens on the day of the shoot or shoots because it's several mm -hmm. days we're in trouble yeah, and there's so, no way to fix it so yeah, we had to come up with a solution there was some it, it, we were shooting the um kickstarter campaign video and the camera just kind of glitched out it wasn't like a hardware thing it was definitely like a software issue and so those are always more scary than a hardware issue because hardware issues can be fixed much easier mm -hmm. obviously um and so that kind of gave us pause uh you know about what ha what do we do if this happens on set we're screwed right because time is money blah 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 and so you know our f our camera isn't the newest camera on the block you should coin that phrase for indie filmmaking time is money blah 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 blah, blah. i can have shirts that say that mm -hmm. time is money blah 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 um and so yeah um we were fortunate enough that the camera is old enough to be a cheap rental, but still new enough to get like good picture quality. So like our, our kind of consensus was that like, well, we could just rent the body, the, the, the camera body. And then we have a spare. Now, obviously not everyone is able to do that sort of thing, but we are. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, the approach that we're taking, uh, with that issue that way god forbid something should happen then i can just you know take a little time and you know mount up the spare camera body and then have at it you know yeah um so that's 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 where we're at that and that was kind of like a little nerve-wracking because a lot nerve-wracking <laughs> technology is great but you know a lot of artists aren't very technically inclined in that way mm -hmm. um myself i mean i'm a little bit technical but i can't sit here and problem solve a camera no. that is winging out like i don't i don't what, what am i supposed to do with that you know um and so uh yeah it was just it's it's oh, man 
it sucks. But like I said, you know, we're lucky enough that the camera is cheap enough to rent that we can afford to have a standby on set. Um, God forbid. Yeah, I mean, that, well, that's the thing is that if it was going to cost us a, a bunch of money, we would have been pretty screwed. Um, but that is the benefit of the camera being older, that it's not too much of a, I mean, like money's money, you know, but it's, it's, it was, it's worth it to have the backup if something happens. And you obviously can't have two different cameras. You can't have, you know, film in one and then get something else from it. It's going to look ridiculous and it, you're not going to be able to match that up. So yeah. um, it was the, the sort of saving grace of not having upgraded our camera was that we can now yeah. rent the same camera for a decent amount and just have that as a backup. Uh, but, you know, having to plan all this out and then have that fail. And, you know, th there's always a possibility both can go. Nothing is impossible. Sure, yeah. Nothing is. I've heard this. I've heard of things like this happening. It does happen. But like you have to at least try to sort of dot your I's and cross your T's yeah. as best you can within your financial limits. And so that's that's going to be sort of our 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 end game there is to just have that back up in case something happens and hopefully everything will be okay. Um, but yeah, so that's it. That's our story and we're sticking to it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what's going on next week. I don't know what we'll have time for. We're obviously going to be talking a lot about the production as we go along so that we can kind of keep you abreast, if you will. Mm -hmm. And uh, But if you see something amazing that you think we should see and it's not $20 to rent, uh, you know, let us know. <laughs> Maybe we'll check it out. Uh, shout out. Shout outs to MoGraph, to MoGraph. MoGraph Network. Um, and then you also have a, you have a meetup next week, like an NFT meetup. Um, yeah, I'll be in the so city on Thursday. Your your NFT is going to be showcased at the Javits, right? Yeah. Um, but you can't actually get in to see it. Yeah. Because they didn't offer you any well, passes. It, well, it turns out that they did. When? They gave me a free complimentary pass, but it, I only had like two weeks to claim it. And I oh, never, you fool. Yeah. See? But it was just a one. We're so doing this live. Sir. Well, I would have waited outside. I mean, yeah. it's like you see your thing. We're doing this live, guys. It. We have no idea. I've seen it. You, I've seen it. I've lived it. I don't need to see it yeah. up there. I'm going just to meet up with some friends that Artists I made on the stuff. internet. Yeah. and you That know. sounds scary. Yeah, You're not supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like an it's after in a school, place. An after school yeah. special gone wrong. This is a Dateline story. What can story. go wrong? I'm meeting somebody wrong? I met on the internet. I'm meeting weird people online that mm -hmm. I've never seen before. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it. So we'll tune in next week and let you know how everything goes. Yes, indeed. Bye. Bye. Bye.